Mavericks podcast number 111. You're listening to the show. That's what you went with. You're listening to the show where we forget about our favorite movies, comics, games, and any media in between. That was Boking TV. God damn it, James. I'm saving us. I'm I'm sorry. Carry on. This is George, the Bone King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandose ghosts. <laughs> it is I, James, Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. So were you a little possessed there? Yeah, um, I, I, sorry, for a second there, I just started feeling some spirit inside of me. You might know who he is. Um, Al? Well, yeah, no, that's that's a whole other story. That's that's a little too deep inside me. Let's let's, let's go it. back a bit. Um, um, I just the voice that sounds like this, Undertaker. Who do I sound like? Paul Bear. Paul Bear. Oh. I took me a second to realize whose voice I was doing there for that's a second. Very funny. You yeah. know he's actually dead. So yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be doing a Freaky Five on best ghosts in movies. Best haunts in movies. Uh, fine. Best haunts in movies? Thank you. So funny enough. I say it with a question mark. Uh, Paul Bear's real name is Percy Pringle. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I'm glad you gave us that trivia. It's very important. That's the one thing I want to know. Thank you. But before we get to the episode, should we do our reasons? Uh... So I have Shudder. I share it with you two gentlemen, but y'all don't touch it. You share Shudder. Um, so I watched Train to Busan's sequel, finally, Peninsula. Okay. I completely forgot that I was a thing. No, that was a it, thing. Yeah. It's on Shudder along with an animated prequel about how the virus spread in Korea. I didn't know about it. Uh, but I saw the sequel. Yeah. So <laughs> That's uh, what I expected, pretty uh, much. So. I, bro, I really love Train to Busan, but peninsula just looks cheap and kind of shitty do you know if the original director's behind it i don't know actually um Mm. but also i kept thinking about george because the main character the guy who's like so downtrodden or whatever was such a james sutherland character Mm. that whatever i was like oh george would fucking cream over this guy um I also saw finally. I never. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I like my a, protagonist sympathetic, dude. <laughs> it's always a, a protagonist that blames himself for his failures. It's almost so, relatable. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I have a little confession to to make here. Okay. I never really watched the Phantasm series. Okay. I know of the Tall Man. I know of Angus Scrim, the actor. I know the the little shiny ball that has like fucking uh knives sticking out of it and it stabs people in the skull i get all that i finally watch phantasm one on shutter because they have the whole series there i didn't even know about that Mm -hmm. um i don't understand the fucking movie i don't understand the plot and i get that it's trying to be ooh, maybe he was never alive after all type of thing or he was never there to begin with a spoiler should i be i I don't know because this like, that's how confusing this movie was. <laughs> I'm very confused. I don't even know if I watched it. Was this also, the first one is very tame. Mm. There's barely any deaths. And if there is, it's usually off screen. There's one gory one, which was nice. Am I thinking about the wrong movie? It's where these balls float around. Yeah. That's, that's the, the same movie. movie. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What didn't you understand? No, balls? no. You're getting your home videos mixed up with 
real movies. Oh, yeah, because those, well, no, those don't make sense, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> they get a little bit <laughs> abstract, if you know what uh, I mean. Okay, and uh, <laughs> as I'm probably the only person here who's seen all of Sopranos and gushes over it, I watched many Saints of Newark. It's 100% fan service. Mm. And I'm absolutely okay with that. There's a lot of people that were anticipating something way more. They were they were hoping for so much more out of this movie. But I feel if you go in with tepid expectations and you go in as a Sopranos fan, you won't be disappointed. But other than that, if you're expecting like this mob grandiose film akin to a Goodfellas, akin to The Godfather, you will be disappointed. This isn't that. These are not big name actors here. This isn't the greatest plot. Well, I feel the like the dialogue's always... great. The dialogue's great. Wait, if I may, but the actors, they don't always need to be big name. They do a good job on their own, right? Like just being Yeah, there. actually I'm super impressed with Vera Farmiga and Corey Stoll, who are being their best interpretations of Soprano characters that are fucking amazing. I, I fell in love with Vera. I thought she did wonderful on it. Um, and I saw a foreign film, uh, last night, a French one that's body horror and other things. I don't know what genre this is, but I'm super confused by it. It's called Titan. So the premise is this, this girl, she's like nine or 10 years old. She's in a car accident and she suffers a massive head injury and they put a titanium plate in her skull and throughout the movie you go on this weird experience where she's half serial killer, half fucking cars. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, no, no, no. There's a sex scene. This is a French movie. There's a a sex scene where she fucks. We don't see it. We imagine it. It's not the direction. The gear shift of a Cadillac DeVille that has hydraulics. And it's a very... Very vivid sex scene. Um, I think it's very telling of me that I thought of the exhaust pipe first. Oh! Um, <laughs> from the back. I didn't really think about it technically. Oh. I didn't think about actual physics of it. I just thought, Wait, LOL, like butt sex. That was funny, though. The, the tailpipe or someone putting the tailpipe in them? Yes. Oh. In Southland Tales, there's an actual car porn scene where two cars hump each other. I have a question. How many um, holes do straws have? I'm sorry, what? You heard me. How what? How many holes do straws have? Two. Do it, does it? N- yes. What? How do you define a hole, Adrian? An opening. Or my nickname in college. Ah. <laughs> so, so I do recommend this movie for, for people that are willing to take a chance on it, but the body horror fucked me up because she gets pregnant with a car. Is this spoiler? I don't. <laughs> you don't know what, the, bro. Man, seriously, you like are knocking it out of the park with this recent. I'm not gonna lie. Batting uh, eleven. You, you and I uh, played more Aliens Fireteam Elite. Yeah. You, you, you're actually getting to the point where the game, the the game is tying in Prometheus. Yeah. With the OG g- movies, and it's great. The I'm, verdict. I'm very happy to see this progression of James going. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Like just saying "ooh" every five <laughs> seconds because I know what he, he what he's talking about. So the verdict is better than Colonial Marines. A hundred percent. 
Okay. A hundred percent. The it's other really game I played this week is better than Colonial Marines, and I don't like it. So uh, Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, yeah. I did also get Insurgency uh, Sandstorm. Sandstorm, which is a COD kind of game, but it's also very realistic in that one or two shots, you're dead. There's no health revive. There's no mini-map. There's no HUD, uh, barely a HUD. In order to know how many bullets you have left, you actually have to stop and hold down square for oh, you to wow. inspect your gun. It's that level yeah. of realism. Okay. Yeah, and not only that, just like you have to pay attention to who's walking around and all that. And you could voice chat by holding L1 to people around you. Chat, yeah. and, it does, yeah. and it does the walkie-talkie thing. But guess what? When you're talking to your friends, your enemy can hear yeah. you talking. This is hunt stuff. Right? Yeah, it's, it's hunt, yeah. but yeah. with a cod skin in modern combat. That actually reminds me a little bit of Army of One. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. That's a that that's one of my favorite reason. reload systems. Army of One did have yeah. a really good reload system. Freaky Five reload systems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, I finally got Deathloop, as I said I was going to. Is it good? Oh, I don't so, like that hesitation. No. <laughs> so I love the presentation. I love the main actor. It really gives me that House of the Dead overkill vibe. Yes. Fun. The AI, though, of your enemies are bricks. the dumbest fucking pieces of shit. They're just bullet fodder. I don't know if I mind that so much in a game that's trying to make me have fun with the different ways to yeah, kill. Yeah, not only that, it's, it is it is a roguelike. So you are you should be killing these with ease. Uh-huh. But man, uh, I was I was kind of expecting it to be a little harder. I feel like I I'm I'm playing on normal difficulty. I was about I to say there's no like hard mode or something. You just bump up. I feel like I should play it there to get more of a challenge. Try, but it, yeah. I'm also scared because I'm in the beginning area, and then all of a sudden, oh no, you're fucked now. I don't know. I feel like you could probably drop down difficulties. It's not like survival horror where that shit's locked in, right? Right. Yeah. You never know. Well, I really uh, don't know. I haven't played it yet. So, uh, But honestly, if I were to say this is a George game, whereas the other roguelike that's on PS5, Returnal, is a James game. Mm. And I'm playing both, but both are very specifically both of you guys. Hmm. Which is weird because I really up-talked Returnal. I, it's a very good like concept. I like yeah, it Yeah, but that's not what I think of you. It's not the game I think. Sure, sure. It's like very much a James game in the in the, in its style when and its presentation. When you think of tentacles, you think of James, and I, I, I understand that. It makes sense to me. You've seen his dungeons. I have many of them, yes. Yes. No, the dungeon's a whole other story. Yeah. You there's there's horrors there that you can't describe. That's right. It's just so frightening, I can't possibly imagine your dungeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it for my recents. Who's up next? Who's up ahead. at bat? Uh, so yeah, like he said, I I, I pick uh, I I played uh, Alien Storm. Well, yes, but I also played uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Yep, <laughs> dude. I, if uh, I'm playing that game, I'm playing that fucking song. Yeah, we got this game because of our friend Ken. Yes, uh, Mima, uh, who also oh, made Mima. us get Hood Shadow whatever. Yeah. Is that good? No. Fuck. <sighs> I, it it could be. It needs an overhaul though. That's fair. A lot of the a lot of the like it. it I enjoyed that. I could definitely see myself enjoying this game if it not for the obvious hurdles that stands in its way, like in terms of like game balance and character mechanics. Now, would you say, because this can call back to a previous episode we did, did it shit its pants 
I'm sorry? Did it shit its pants? Does, does it need to clean its pants, or is it just kind of a, a murky mm. thing? Because that no, was our I, analogy I, I, before. I do think this could be a more enjoyable game with just an overwork of some mechanics. And okay. you're just talking about hood, hood right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Insurgency, I, I know for a fact it wasn't going to be a you type of game. Yeah, it's just game. not for me. First off, right off the bat, I don't like modern, modern shooters. Uh, that's already sorry. That's already a point against it for me. I, I'm like I've been pl- I played Counter Strike since it was like a mod for Half Life. So like I'm oh, wow. burnt out on modern shooters. Damn. Yeah. Um, but you get to the point where you see people that just are like frame counting, but with sure. FPSs, it's like that's what I'm saying. Like so, by the time like COD became the biggest shit, mm-hmm. I was already like I'm so done. Oh, so like it's too mainstream for James. No, it's just no. It, he's burnt out, man. It, was, it happens. Burnt out. No, yeah, yeah. So like I need my shooters to have some other element of intrigue, whether mm-hmm. it be like sci-fi or in Hunt's case, you know, monsters or something like something to keep me interested in well, what I'm looking at. Well, the thing with Hunt is that it's using weapons that nobody really uses. That too, which is the old West. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also the setting. It's very much up your alley because it's. There's horror in it, but it's it's kind of Lovecraftian, and there's yes. dimensional oh, yeah. things coming 100%. in here. And what we're doing when we defeat a boss is banishing them yes. to that dimension. But, uh, and now, I would like to say, just for the people listening, this only happened to me. This did not happen to Adrian. This did not happen to Mima. But I installed the game. I played one game on one game mode. The second game, blue screened. Oh. Third game, blue screened. Fourth game, blue screened. On the fifth game, it blue screened again, and I just shut it off. <laughs> I'm actually just more surprised that the fifth one was a blue screen. <laughs> I thought you were building up to like a nope. subversion there, but no, it was just shitty the whole way yep. through. Got it, got it. So uh, I, this is clearly just a me thing, like because it didn't, like I said, it didn't happen to dude, it didn't happen to me all. But that was enough for me to just be like, fuck this game. Like, <laughs> I did get one one or two glitches that'll happen during games where mm. randomly my guns don't make sounds. Hmm. For oh, yeah. some reason. So the game's uh, a bit glitchy right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. I mean, this is its console debut. It used to be like PC only. Oh, I also played Hell Let Loose, and that was oh. a massive uh, letdown is the joke I've been doing. Oh, letdown, yeah. Yeah. It's, womp, womp. I, I don't recommend it. Um, I replayed, I finished my replay of uh, Slime Rancher. Okay. And I replayed the Sexy Brutale. Okay. I've talked about it on the show before. It's an awesome indie game, especially if you like, like, like time travel mechanics. Mm-hmm. Super fun game. And it's also got like a Victorian kind of cyberpunk aesthetic. People it's describe awesome. it as the world um, traversal segment of Majora's Mask, where people have schedules and you have to like yes, keep paying attention. Yeah, percent. Like basically, Clock Town. Yes, as a it, game, it is it, yeah. exactly that. Cool, but with a, it's a little more sinister in its in its obvious presentation. I don't know Clock Town's pretty no, no, fucking no, no. obvious presentation. <laughs> yeah. but then it also has a metaphysical like moral like moral of uh, element to it, like a moral to the story. Okay, which is really it's a it's a really it has a really interesting ending. I'll say. It, hmm. I remember when I first played it, I did not anticipate that as the ending. And you're not going like, to say it? I'm surprised. You love spoiling things on this show. Um, he looks no, at me. It's, I know. <laughs> he looks at me. I look at both of you assholes. It's, it, it's, it's, uh, I think it's only, like at most, it's 10 bucks on Steam. You could probably get Ooh. it on sale. Okay. Uh, check it out. It's Did you also keep playing Spore? Uh, yes. I finished it. Uh, I, His I, dicks have ascended oh, to so God's. Oh, so you, fu- you passed that yes, point my, my, that you were 
uh, hesitant. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yes, that's because I, I know the whole game. Like, I, it's not a new game to me. Um, but yeah, so my spiders are now the dominant force in the galaxy. Um, Great, <laughs> fun. We need a certain character you know from What, what If I'm to take care of that shit. Purposefully bring a spider here just to see how you react. You better not hurt it. I swear to God, I'll punch you. Like in the a face. live spider? Yes. Why would I bring a dead one? I wasn't even talking about anyway. I, like continuing a my recent stuffed one, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, fuck. Uh, so yeah, I also watched uh Black Widow finally. I saw the first half of it. Funnily enough, I liked enough. it. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. I didn't like. Don't get me wrong. It's not the best in the MCU. It's definitely like middle of the. Uh, uh, it's like middle. Middle. Okay. Yeah. So where's my Red Guardian movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I liked what I saw. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't. There's nothing for me to hate on, really. I don't like a particular twist. I felt unnecessary, but okay. Let the pig breathe. God damn it. Let the pig fucking breathe. There's a scene where yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, you like, looked at me funny. The, what? the, the, the twist and the, my problem with the twist is that it's clearly like, I'm not going to say what it is, but like I'm the surprised. production li- like clearly lies to you for the whole movie. Right. Like it's clearly one thing. And then it's like, no, it was this all along. Oh, no. I played heavy rain. No, but no, yeah, it did, oh, I know. I know that game okay, lies to you. Like a motherfucker. It did, though. Yes. hundred percent. Similar to that, but it's a little different. Anyway. Not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And. I saw the finale, which I think we all did, of What If. Yes, we shall. Uh, yeah, I forgot to include it in my research. Yeah. So, spoilers, we're probably going to talk about it, yeah? I don't think we need to get too spoilery. I mean, it was good. It I mean, was We fine. know that it Ultron is the villain. That's not a spoiler. Okay. Uh, and I like the way, like, I like the escalation. I like what it led up to. I like the way this, I like the bow this wrapped around it. Yeah, the last three episodes made it, oh, this is a whole plot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, had, I had a feeling that's what they were going to build up to, though. Especially because I knew that they were talking about... I, I knew that uh, Haley Atwell plays uh, uh, Captain Carter more than once. And I knew that um, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman plays um, Star-Lord more than once. Okay. So I knew that they were going to come back. Um, but I, I, I wanted to mention this to you guys. There was one character... This is a little spoilery, so you, this, we can put the warning here. Okay. But so they gather the characters from all the episodes, right? But there's one that kind of stands out, which is the Gamora, mm-hmm. because she's not from any of the episodes. Neither is that weird segment where Uatu recruits her, and there's that Tony Stark in like the Pride Parade Hulkbuster armor. But but it's funny because everyone you'll talk to pretends like, oh yeah, from that, and they're uh-huh. like, oh wait, no, she wasn't in one. No, no, she was not. It's because she's from a cut episode. Yeah. There was a whole episode of this that had to get cut because they couldn't complete it in time because of COVID. So it will be in season two of What If? But it's the premise of the episode was supposedly what if Tony Stark never made it back through the portal at the end of Avengers 1. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where he ends up in, which is interesting, is Sakaar, which is Warworld. Jeff Goldblum. Land. Jeff Goldblum. Land, yes. Uh, and that's why he's got that weird colorful armor that kind of looks like the Sakaar aesthetic. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the Sakaar aesthetic has a lot of those like colors to it. So that's where she's from. 
So it'll be. I I am now interested to see what their relationship is like. It's in not that. really a spoiler. In fact, it's like an anti-spoiler. It's not well, even no, I was in the fucking gathering thing. all the heroes is the spoiler. I, but that's that's the main topic of the episode too. Yeah, like that's the main. Well, thing. what else you got? Anything well, 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 hold on. I didn't say anything about what if. I let yes. y'all say your pieces. Oh, carry on. Uh, no, I mean, tech, are you done with your reasons? Well, that, that's the end of my reasons. Oh, yeah, that so I guess I could. Yeah. You. All right, you know what? The dude is correct on this. My apologies. All right, so really quick, I'm always one to push for anthologies. Okay. I love the idea of each episode being its own individual sure. contained thing because it means that the writer has to write a beginning, middle, and end right. for that. Like, it feels a little bit more cohesive. Yeah, you me. don't like season cliffhangers. I, I like having something, but not like the sole purpose of this show is to keep going forever. Right, right. That sucks to me. So watching this show, I was loving how each one was its own individual thing. And then at the very end, they started to to converge. They actually made a thing where all the characters from the previous episodes came together, which I think is the smartest idea to end an anthology. Well, it's also like the the bonus of having a character like Uatu. Right. Like the Uatu himself is the avenue by which the episodes are presented. So it's an organic way to also make them converge. Well, look, this isn't even the first season or show to do it. Like sure. American Horror Story does it. Yes. And they don't they don't have an extra well, well we're not going to get into that. Right. But like I think it's really cathartic in a way to see how all the other characters like first off end out at the end of their episodes. Yes. It's almost like a sequel in their own way, yeah. but it's a small sequel that actually makes everyone have a purpose. Right. You know what I mean? So um, you brought this up earlier. You said that there was a character that you didn't like. Oh, yeah. Was... Well, it's not that I didn't like. He just felt like the least different in terms of like he d I didn't understand what he brought to the table, which is Party Thor. Right, right. Which I actually thought in my... I thought Star-Lord really didn't do too... I mean, he does the big thing, but he seems kind of passive until that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, there are some characters, they fill uh, a role in that... In the whole... Because they're doing Avengers again. But that was literally I mean? his role. Like, Sticky Fingers was his role. Oh, right, because it was a heist movie. You know what? See, that's good good writing. So, you know what? I didn't even catch that on yeah. my first thing. But what I mean to say is that Party Thor, yeah. he's, he was comedic relief. Yeah. No one else there was going to be comedic relief, Correct. and he did he fulfilled that role correctly. Right. Come on, man. He was Las Vegas. That was a good... I'll, I'll admit, that that was pretty... I've never heard that one wait, before. Wait, wait, what was that? His, like, battle cry was Viva, Viva Las Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. And ultimately, that's, that's why I feel like Party Time Thor is not too obnoxious because someone had to be that role i guess you know in either he's way. just my least favorite members of what is it what are they called the, the guardians of the multiverse guardians of the multiverse yes. yeah and to be honest i'm just saying this was a good well, series and it had a good ending i i like this, the, this i guess good. really so Gamora. you would be all right with the season two because as long as season two doesn't directly connect to the whole going-ons of the first one. Right. If it could be its own thing, I would love that. Another four set of stories and then they all converge would be amazing for me. What, anyway, that's it. What I don't understand is like this show and the lore of Loki are at odds with each other and that bothers yeah. me. Yeah. Because well, like the whole point of like the TVA is that they don't allow alternate timelines to exist. And this proves that they do exist. But I always thought that was weird because how can you possibly keep track of all of the timelines? That's literally what the TVA is. I know, but it seems infinite. You know what I mean? There's. The it seems TVA. more likely that the Watchers thing is real as opposed to the TVA. I TV get it. Movie. Sure. It's just weird to have these I don't two... know why I went to Minnesota all of a sudden. <laughs> it it's just weird, weird to have these opposing, like... Uh, 
yeah, these two at the same lords. time, no yeah, less. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I hear uh, But that. no, I guess Gamora would technically be my least favorite. That's because I know nothing about her. Yeah, wait, but she she had the grinder. Uh, and, yeah. you know, they just didn't have a gay guy with them at that time. Uh, my, my most favorite is probably, uh, I really do like Captain Carter a lot. Captain Carter yeah. is awesome. But Paragon. Uh, Sorcerer oh, no. Supreme is great. The Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme? Yes. All right. I, I really like how we haven't had a good Paragon like Captain Carter in a while. I do like her. She's great. No, but I, I love the Strange Supreme. He's fin- I love that whole character. I love that episode. Everything about him is dope as fuck. Oh, and bring... the fucking BFF part yeah, of was Carter cute. with Widow was yeah. so good. And they both had shields and were just rocking it. Mm-hmm. Dude, that scene where they fucking double yeah. tackle Ultron. Awesome. Let's give infinite power to the... Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. let's keep moving. Um, Let's move on to my reasons besides what if... Uh, so I have a new hobby. Would you guys like to hear what it is? Sure. I am getting a little bit sick of mainstream games a bit to the point where I don't like pay. I know how that sounds, but I don't like paying $60 for my new games all the time. Okay. So I have a new thing where I like to go on the Switch marketplace, the eShop uh-huh. for the Switch and find under $5 games. Basically, indie knockoffs of other games that are more popular, but they have to try harder because they don't have name recognition. Okay. So there you have some games that are actually doing what they're knocking off and maybe not better, but you is know, this your roundabout ways of saying that you bought calculator for the switch or some shit like some wacky fucking app? Yeah, because we uh, all know calculator is, you know, a ripoff of the longstanding series. Uh, clearly of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, of Dark Souls, of course. But no, like, for example, um, I, don't I bought know why. But when you said that line, like, so they do this. Th- it sounded like that joke. It's. My girlfriend has this fetish where she likes to dress up like herself and act like a fucking bitch all the That's time. That's Bo Burnham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. That's how he starts the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. But um, so I bought, there's a game called Heaven Dust. Okay. Which I'm sure the person, well, that too, but I'm sure the person who made it is a fan of Seven Dust, but who knows. Oh. Um, it is a Resident Evil clone and it is in chibi form. So the art style is a little weird, <laughs> but it has great reviews and four alternate endings. Or yeah, and bad. like legitimately is it third person? Yes. Is it first person? It is isometric. I fucking hate isometric. Uh, well, you know what? Forget it then. Jesus. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, I, like I I'm saying me. I'm saying me. I've yet to play it yet, so I know it's there, but it's something I had an idea to. The other game I bought was Thief Simulator, for one dollar. Thief Simulator. Thief Simulator. Okay. And basically, the idea is is you are in a sandbox neighborhood. Oh. Okay. And uh, you, all the houses restock valuables. Okay. And you go in, steal stuff, fill your backpack, and then leave the world map MGSV style. Okay. And you fucking go back to your hub. Okay. And that's the gameplay loop. Okay. So you take the thief section of Skyrim, yes. and that's the game. So there, there's upgrades and shit you can get, and it's really now, janky. Obviously, but... it's stealth because you don't want to get caught. Exactly. And it's a little janky because it's not a, it's a $2 game. Don't get me wrong. $1. But, well, I, you know, I paid. I got a discount. Uh, but, <laughs> the but, smugness but to be honest, discount. I like the idea of trying these new games. You know what I mean? It, sure. it's, if it makes you happy, brother. Right. And then the other one I brought up on the show was Mercenaries. Sorry. The, the the microphone did not pick that I up. I know. Mercenaries? Yes, it's called not that mercenaries, my friend. Oh, no. Okay. But it's a Final Fantasy Tactics clone. Oh yeah, and, you talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's three games in one and it's basically tactics. I'm enjoying that. And the last thing I bought on the Switch, and the last thing of my recents, I bought Civilization Six on the Switch. 
on the Switch. On the Switch. Weird. Like, I can't imagine playing that game without a mouse. Can I tell you something? Yeah. It works. Oh, I guess with the motion controls. No. Right? No? no. They revamped the UI. It's a new UI, and the shoulder buttons give you access to all the menus you're missing. Still, though, like not being able to click, drag, and select and all that. Well, that you do have touch nuts. as well. That is available. Okay. But I had no problem using the cursor that was there. But let me tell oh. you, right. Civilization and Switch is a very dangerous combo, James. Why? You play, you play Civ. Oh, yeah. So you know about one more turn. Oh. You, what, having what, it on what, the go. What? what? What what's that? Okay. One more turn. One more turn. Just one more turn. Just, just one more let turn. Let me have one more turn. I can get, me, I'm almost done. I can just do one I more turn. I need to go to sleep. I've never played Civ, so, so it's a turn-based it's thing. It's six in the so, morning, but I can do one more civilization turn. Civilization has phases, kind of like a Mansions of Madness. Okay. Where you have like your phase, and then you end, and then all the other civilizations on the map have their phase. Oh. And then it comes back to you. Oh. So if there are multiple players, it is turn-based, because then the other yes, player has to 100%. do their turn. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so it is turn-based, and you just always have this inkling, like, oh, I could do one more. Yeah. Oh, the cooldown is almost there. I almost finished that that research. Yeah. Oh, I could do that. Just just one more. And the only reason that stopped me before was I that I couldn't. Poop. Is <laughs> I, I can't get that, and I can't, like, leave my computer. Like, right. I can't stay here forever, you know right. what I mean? But having it on the on Switch, the switch yep. I can fucking go around, and I can poop. Exactly. So, it's a dangerous combo, but it really Either works. Way. For those of you listening, now you know. Don't borrow our Nintendo Switches. We all poop with them. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, you'd be weird if you didn't, to be I honest. Think, it's kind yeah. of what it's made for. Um, but I think it's 8 bucks on the fucking Switch marketplace right now. So That's awesome. Get that. So that's it for my recents. We ready for news? Uh, Sure thing. I have one little piece of news, but that's it. Okay. Go for it. Oh, uh, Broly's confirmed to be in the next Dragon Ball movie. Uh, the same Broly that we saw in the previous movie. Was that ever in any doubt? Yes. Wait. Because the next movie is focused on Great Saiyan Man. Right. No way. Yeah, it's yes. called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. That's fun. Right? But wasn't Bro? Hold on. Who was it that wasn't canon for a while? Broly. No, it was cooler, Broly, right? Cooler. Cooler's still not canon. Cooler's still not canon. Right? Oh, okay. But is this going to make Broly canon now? No, Broly's been canon. Since that movie was done by Toriyama, uh-huh. this movie's a continuation of that. It's a sequel. It's a direct sequel. Wait. Also, Toriyama's doing this one. King, Co- King but, Cold okay, never so then, mentioned... King Cold never mentioned Cooler. Wow. No. Okay, never mind. So, wait a minute. So, wait. Is Broly canon or not, then? He is. But then how... When when was he not canon? When In it was Z Broly, when he looked like a Greek god. Oh. In that one... Sorry. In that first movie, then we had Return of Broly, where he so fights... what Goten is canon, and then? Tar- tiger Pelt. <laughs> yeah. Green the... Tiger Pelt Broly. No, I know. In... In general, what is canon? I know Dragon Ball's canon. Is all of Z canon? All of Z is canon. And Super's canon. And Super's canon. Okay, got it. Not GT. Not GT. Not the movies. None of the movies? No. Okay, got it. Tune in for our Dragon Ball Z talking Janimba's not canon. Cooler's not canon. Um, Harutagon is not canon. So then how is Broly canon? They made him canon when they did the movie. That's a direct sequel oh, continuation of okay. dragon ball super but oh okay got it 100 I, I'm, I'm on board follow sorry carry on are we okay yes are we? go potty we're good <laughs> yes all right okay because i have my switch i can go potty I just have questions <laughs> no no it's fine ask your questions uh that's it for my news okay how many news do you have just like two 
Okay, I have one, but it's well. The res. Hmm. One of them's all for all of us, and it's hold really on to big. That. Yeah, let hold me on go to ahead. That. Well, okay, because there's another one. Okay, but Liam, but, but then you can go into. I'll go that. last. Yeah. Right, fine. Um, so the Hellraiser reboot cast has come out. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What I saw there was an Instagram post about the fucking what? box and shit. Yeah. Uh, and Hellraiser's uh pinhead's being played by a woman. That's not anything new. But like, if you're rebooting the series, like that, there are female pinheads. Well, are they just starting at two? Like, cause they could do that where they just don't no, do the it first one. Like a complete that, reboot. That was she wasn't pinhead though. She was a Cenobite. Like she was a Cenobite, but she wasn't pinhead. Does that say pinhead? Yes. Okay. All right. She never mind. is playing. Uh, pin- she's playing pinhead. Because so, uh, it was like a a version. But of... she wasn't. Pinhead. This is spoilery right. about. Because I don't know Cenobites anything. in general. A little bit. Um, it's like yeah, well, but yeah, Jamie Clayton is the actress's name. Uh, she was from uh, Sense Eight. Don't know if either of you guys watched Sense Eight. No, I've heard good things. Oh wait, yes, I did. Who is she? Uh, Sense Eight. Otherwise, Sex the Show. Yes, Sex the Show. The show the hacker. that almost yeah, the hacker that lady almost yeah, yeah, conceivably yeah. got picked up by Pornhub, which and, would have been amazing, and almost conceived a few things of its own. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> she's playing Pinhead. Uh, and I just. Look, I normally I'm not one to complain usually about like gender swapped characters and stuff like that. You actually are for it more or less. Usually. Yeah. This seems weird to me though. Like, especially because like there are female Cenobites. Yeah. Why specific like I, I understand if there maybe isn't enough representation that short, sure, but this is not the case. There are plenty of female Cenobites. Well, you you can even take it back even further. There are a ton of Cenobites you could just yes. use. You don't have to use. Yeah. Then again, I guess Pinhead is the most popular. He's, he's sure, the, he's the face of the yeah. franchise. I get it absolutely. I just I don't know. It feels weird to me. I'm not. Think, I'm yeah. not like immediately going to like say, well, fuck this movie for that. I'm not. You know, fucking a uh, Cowboy Bebop fans who are upset over a fucking costume change. But uh, you and I have to have a discussion. I think I'm. I'm no, I'm not about Cowboy Bebop. Oh, well, I'm not down because you didn't like. Well, thanks. <laughs> you didn't like the the defense of like uh, I don't like this as an adaptation. You're like, but you could always go back to the original. It was something like that. I'll come sure. back to you because like I always I don't like that response because I'm like. Well, of course I could go back to the original, but the whole reason why we're even here and excited is that it's being adapted to a new show. Sure, thing. but people say shit like this is ruining go uh, this is ruining uh Cowboy Bebop. No, no it's not. Okay, no, then no, I don't agree with that as well. All right, all right. Yeah, all right, fair that, enough. That, fair. That, that whole ideology of this is ruining that thing I like. No it isn't. Cuz it that doesn't thing ruin you like it. is being un- is is still there. But it is still a a uh not a shame, but a lack, uh, a waste of an opportunity. Like, that's still valid to see something sure. as a waste of an opportunity. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. All right. What's your other piece of news? Uh, oh, uh, just Venom is doing really well in the box office. Yeah, Venom 2. I, I, I think it uh, it did, like, a record for co- Corona time. Uh, yeah, for co- for Corona time. Uh, Graded uh, on a curve, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The Corona Which, curve. It's a valid, the Corona Hashtag curve. Hashtag Corona curve. <laughs> Are you one. seriously gonna make that the fucking? <laughs> Can hashtag? I do COVID curve? Curve is that better? No, they're both bad. Seven hundred thousand anyway. Americans have died. <laughs> so, like, do I spell COVID? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, hashtag um, get vaccinated. That excites me. We should, uh, yeah. huh? We should do that. Yeah, fucking seriously. There, right, go ahead. That excites me. I, I, I want this movie to do well. Uh, I think the first one was fun. And I still I- haven't seen Venom two. I, w- I want to go see it. I still yeah. need to go see it. Oh, we need to watch because uh, next... No, this fucking Friday. I know. D- no time to die, dude. Uh, and also we got fucking Halloween next uh, week. Next week. 
Oh my god, there's we so would many have movies. to actually get George out of the house. That whoa, whoa, let's not let's not get crazy now. Let's calm the fuck down. <laughs> Uh, but yes, that is it for my news. Go ahead, Bone King. All right, so um, here's the big news. Uh, you know, everyone's talking about it. Hi, and I'll show it again. God. <sighs> Thank you. I'm glad because everyone keeps talking so about veiny. the OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to bend that way. Anyway, moving forward. Well, there's eight of them. So it's bend fun. it like oh, Beckham. Oh, that's where they are. Okay, yeah. got it. Anyway, moving on. Um, so here's the big news. Sora's in Smash. Oh, right. Literally yeah. could not give a shit. I'm just a little sad that it wasn't Waluigi because it would have been a great thing for Nintendo fans to have Waluigi so as a monster. I saw one. someone bring up an interesting I agree with you, point. Adrian. Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about Waluigi. Clearly. No, but like they want you to know that because Waluigi <laughs> isn't theirs. Wait, wait what? Who's yeah, is he it? is. No, he's not. Waluigi did not start in a Nintendo he- game. He started in a game that Nintendo licensed to somebody. Mario Tennis. Which wasn't made by Nintendo. But it was still a Nintendo sure, character because he's in Mario Party 3 and everything else. He, but he's never he's, he's never been in a... But even Mario... But he, okay. He's not in any of the mainline series. Right. You're correct. But he's in Mario Party. He's in Smash, but as an sure, assist trophy. Yes. Like, it's not like they can't... They don't own the rights to him. No, they do. I, I know. But they're not... Like, he's not theirs. They have no... Like, it's, I think it's it, it, it makes sense to me. He was created as a tag partner for Wario. I, I know that. That makes sense. Yes. But ultimately, they gave him personality and made him his own thing. But, Not a lot, mind you, but it's there. I don't know. I think this is definitely like one thing for us. Yes. For 75 cents, we could have Doom Slayer. Oh, a very a, small a, Doom Slayer. Yes. A very small <laughs> Doom guy, but it's Doom guy. Sure. It's a chibi Doom guy. Look, it's fine. I, it, it's okay. We wanted Doom yeah. guy. Oh, 100%. I would rather Doom guy than any of the Fire Emblem characters, but that's beside the point. <laughs> There's like uh, eight of them in this fucking. They're so fu- Why is Byleth in it? Because I have an answer for that. I disagree, but because it was the one of the more top-ranked characters in Japan. Mm. Japan likes Byleth. In fact, this is why Sora's here. Sora topped the list in almost all three of them. That makes sense. For Europe and America, he was number one. In Japan, he was like three. So like he's was fucking Goku number one. Goku wasn't allowed on the list. He's not. Thank even God. Allowed. But Gundam was. Oh, that would Gundam oh was on God, the list. Oh my God, we could add Gundam? That would have been I, dope. Would have been interesting. But look, look, I like Sora. Wait, 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 hold on. I like Sora. Oh, so okay, go thing. ahead, go ahead. I, I like that him in the trailer is his Kingdom Hearts 1 costume. Well, they have all of them, I too. Like I assume so. I don't. But oh, you didn't tra- see it? Oh, no. No, like in that same announcement, every one of his alts, he has Kingdom Hearts 1, oh, 2, 3, uh, Birth by Sleep, and Timeless River. Why couldn't they give us fucking Heartless Sora? That would have been a I know, I wanted that too. Because, I mean, we already have Dark Link. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense, but whatever. carry on. They have Blue um, Wisdom and Valor Sora as well. And Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Form with the zebra pants. Oh, yeah. Not a big fan of that, but whatever. Look, I I, I think Sora fits great. I think Sora's a great addition. I would have liked him over Sephiroth. Okay. Yeah. Because I I feel like three Square um, Enix created characters. Oh, Sorry, there's four. Oh, you're right, Dragon Quest. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, four uh, uh, square characters. Yeah, four square representatives feels like a lot. And I know the first thing everyone's going to tell me, Sora is not square anymore. It's mainly Disney now. Which, sure, but it was still a square-created character. Like, Kingdom Hearts was still a square creation. Is there a fucking Kingdom Hearts ride at Disney? God, there really should be, though. There's not. But now there can be. But now there can be. 
because they own a lot more of it now. Oh yeah, for so sure. they but, could uh, if they wanted to. It, I think in in uh, Disneyland Tokyo, they, uh, he was a part. There, uh, he was uh, not he. Uh, Donald and Goofy wore their Kingdom Hearts outfits. But you can that's get the pins most... with them oh, yeah, too. Lots yeah. of that stuff. There was there was merchandise for sure. But in uh, Disneyland Tokyo, Donald and Goofy wore Kingdom Hearts outfits. Right. Even right. then, it hasn't happened. So before. so can I piggyback off that news? Do you know what it costs Sakurai uh, to get Sora in this? His firstborn son. So. Yeah, and I responded. He sold it to Disney, his firstborn son, to get Sora. And I responded to that when I heard that joke, and I was like, he got a fucking easy. Disney's (laughs) usually like fucking Jew on. It curses your family forever. For sure. So he got off pretty easy there. Can't disrespect the house with the mouse. Still really wanted Jill, man. But hey, I guess that's what mods are for. Look, man, I'm still here knowing I'm never going to get Beautiful Joe. But mods. Mods. Mods will make it happen. I know. People are already modding Goku into this game. He's in it already. With a new moveset. I would have never wanted Goku in this. I don't understand this hype. I don't get it either. But enough of that. Yes. Let's get into the big meat, meaty news. Oh boy. All right. Hopefully. Itchy, tasty news. Yes. The most itchiest and tastiest news with no context, just written on the wall. Um, look, we're not gonna get too too much into it the movie's not out we'll save it for a fucking reaction review but we'll talk about the trailer we saw you really think it's not going to be a special <sighs> i don't doubt do it don't do that I really doubt you it. think i doubt it because uh, usually our specials we need repeat watchings to like write down everything that happens have we done a special on something we don't like no. no. Yeah, usually we we do specials on things we oh, like. You really, and that's why I wasn't in. The uh, I don't. Right, like first, first things first. The the views and opinions of Bone King TV do not represent <laughs> the views and opinions Fan of Fan Fridge. That's correct. I have my own Twitter. Follow me there. Look, I I understand mm-hmm. your gripes. Wait, we haven't on even it. said what we're actually talking about yet. Resident <laughs> Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Yes. So I understand that you have concerns. For lack of a better word, concerns. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it's going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. Will it be coherent? I don't think so. But is any Resi coherent? Look, I'm using, I'm reusing my defense for Code Veronica. Uh-huh. Is any Resi coherent? <laughs> Look, the biggest question we need to ask ourselves is what's going on? You fucker. <laughs> oh, I you love you. Bitch. I love you. Oh. I said, hey. I was going to go. I wake up in the morning and I step outside, but you beat me to it, you bitch. Fine, yes. Four non blondes is the fucking music choice well, for the Resident Evil trailer. It's not their version. But it, it's the nostalgic version sure. with the piano. It's nostalgia just to piano. make you understand that it's set in the 90s. Yeah. Was the, I didn't even get that that's what they were trying to imply. You know what they should have done to do that for the 90s? It's like, Claire! Leon! Do, do, do! <laughs> that would have been amazing. I would have fucking been on board with that. Wow. Do, do, it's like slow piano. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. And it's all like, like you know, tension and shit. I have uh, a lot of questions over the plot. And how they're going to fit all this shit? Yeah. And you had a good theory, though. Can you tell us what it is? So... B- to talk about this theory, we have to talk about us knowing the story of what's being fed to us. That they're combining the events of Resident Evil 1 and the events of Resident Evil 2. Right. Because you have Leon and Claire in the RPD, and you have the stars officers in the uh, Spencer Man. You're combining Alien with Aliens for some reason. For some reason. So, 
my theory is with the way the the trailer is set up, the way it's shown, and the editing that I see, yes, it looks like what's going to happen is the stars officers go to the Spencer Mansion while the outbreak in Raccoon City happens to find out how did the virus spread, <laughs> which I don't particularly really care for. Okay. But then again, this is the only way you could put these two together, in my opinion, because the events of one lead to most of the stars officers getting the fuck out of Raccoon City, going after Umbrella. But the whole point of the movie is, oh, we have to find out that it's Umbrella. Also, Claire, I think this is giving a lot of agency to Claire. I like In terms of her knowing about the Umbrella Corporation? No, in terms of her investigating it. I like her being a conspiracy nut. I like her investigating it, trying to dig up evidence. It makes sense to have her go to Raccoon City more for that than for Chris leaving Raccoon City and not telling anybody about it. Agreed. Because that makes Chris look like a dick. No, but the whole idea was that Chris didn't tell Claire to get her uh, separated from the whole umbrella tangle right. you know what i mean they were a corporation with a lot of but, fucking blackmailing and shit so he didn't want her involved at all but there's an obvious logical flaw to that how little do you not know your sibling that if you go missing they're not gonna come looking for you sure no and that's why i look i'm not gonna say chris is smart that's not what i'm getting at here. <laughs> or any that of these resi- characters. But what i'm saying is that if you know about umbrella and how they're skeezy and stuff yes why would you go to rack but see City? here's the thing we don't these characters don't know about Umbrella that they way. They do yet. because Chris tells Claire you should stop researching this, and this is presumably before the outbreak happens. We don't know when he says that. Well, then we don't know, and that's where this is left for now. But what I mean right. to say, what I mean to say, is that it's just weird because Claire's whole thing is she accidentally gets involved in this, and right. she has to get out. This is a changing of her her arc. Yes. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah, it no, could be better, but it I is agree a changing with you. of her arc. I agree with you. It is a changing of the arc. She isn't being a mother, an, uh, an adoptive mother to well, Sherry. We didn't even here. see well, we that. Don't know that. We don't, but we don't know that, but we didn't even see Claire and Sherry at all together. That's yeah. true. At too. all. No, we saw we Leon and Claire together more than, more, more than anything. And that's fine. This is one of our show ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reunited timelines. Reunited timelines, yeah. But I really do think that while, yes, it's a fucking video game movie. They don't have the best track record. I am not ready to just take a gigantic shit on it just because people aren't like, this isn't one-to-one to my video game. I no, know for whoa, a whoa, fact whoa. it wasn't ever going to do that. And the director has to do it their own way. No, no, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. There should be some sort of a gradient between one-to-one and somewhat ad- uh, adapted okay. like you don't i don't need it to be exactly but some of these changes don't feel purposeful they're just Come there to be different as? um well claire well the whole jill and wesker thing if that's happening before this where they're we dating really before the movie uh, did they allude to that they, they apparently said it somewhere that that's part of jill's backstory with wesker okay. um fucking them trying to put both together one and two it's like why are these decisions here other than just to have their I guess own spin on it, which has always been the case with video game movies. Mm-hmm. But I look, I'm not saying that I need to have one to one. I just feel as though we can get to a point with video game adaptations where they're at least closer than what they are now. We are getting great comic book movies, and I feel like we could have the same for games. Unfortunately, 
I feel with comic book movies, none of them are close to the comics. Really? Yeah, you get none of the se- good ones. Semblance of it. You get some hints of the comic. But do they change the character arc so much that so, like it's like this? But so here oh, I mean, yes, all of the MCU is vastly different than Yes, 100%. But here's my thing. Uh Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil games in general, Resident Evil 1 in particular, and to some extent 2, there's a lot of fluffing in those games in the form of solving puzzles, getting around, having to retrace your steps and all that. Resident Evil 1 can be played in 37 minutes. Okay, well, first off, that's skipping cutscenes and doing a lot of okay, things. So- but no, no, hold on. I have a point to this because there's okay, two but let campaigns. Me my point. <laughs> well, you're saying that it's a fast game, right? Yes, that they are fast games. So in the reality, I don't think that there is a lot of content enough to make one movie out of both. I under- out of each, you mean. Out Sorry. of each, yeah. I understand how it's easier from a filmmaker perspective to take both of these stories to make a movie out of. I And as someone who is at least looking at the lore, you know there's a big gap between these two things. Like, And overall, the tone of these two games are very different. I made the reference earlier, Alien and Aliens. Uh-huh. Like, Resident Evil 1 is more of a, a plotting thing. You're creepily going through the mansion. RE2 has shit busting out of windows. You started a fucking car crash. Okay. Like, it's two completely different tones that they are blending into one movie. Which, look... I'm not saying it can't be done, but I just think it's a not really a well-informed decision. I look, I'm not again, I'm not trying to say I need a one-to-one like recreation, but I feel as though you could tell a story of Resident Evil 1. Tell the story of Jill, Chris, Barry, Rebecca, who are not in this movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like they they had to cut shit out, so obviously there was enough that they felt like there was too much. So like No, they just cut but like what are their like whatever. Barry and Rebecca do have a big part in RE1. They are literally their what supporting are, cast. But what are they? But that's my they point. They can't is, be done with another character. Yeah, exactly that. They are nothing. The only thing they are is supporting cast. Like, that's their only purpose in that's the movie. That's not necessarily or true in either. The game. Sorry. In the game, B- Barry and Jill have a very good relationship. Barry saves Jill a few times. The whole mistrust with Wesker, like... All that's gone. But that's all that's but that's an easily replaceable role. I don't think so. Okay. Like the whole concept of Wesker pawning around the stars units is going to be gone now because Barry's not here. Okay. But that's okay, if we were to assuming they don't just do it to Richard or something because right. he's here now. Would would you argue then uh like are you using as a frame of reference remake 1? No, I'm talking about the original. But okay, also, the original. But I could also bring in remake one, which adds a lot of great scenes between the two. Yes. Yes. Right. The thing in the basement with Lisa. Since Lisa's in this movie, I should include a remake then. Right. So I was thinking in remake, Jill and Barry have maybe three, four cutscenes. No, I think there's more. Yes, but even then, I no, Look, I don't. Uh, obviously, I don't think there's there's more than that. That really even equate to not even a minute okay. long if you've read the resident evil novelization oh my now God. I, but guys you asked me for my fucking frame of reference i'm giving you my frame of reference it, okay you know what made a good fucking entire novel sd perry sd perry wrote a good book and she did a good job novelizing novelization novelizing 
whatever, Resident Evil 1, okay? Uh -huh. And what she did to get around this is that they followed different characters, okay? To sort of pad out the, because you're right, you could just sort of copy paste from different scenarios, but they he let, or she, she let other characters experience different events mm -hmm. in the mansion. And she cut to Wesker's point of view. Mm -hmm. So like, it was already kind of revealed the Wesker thing. Right. It's not really much of a spoiler, so. Like, there is a way to do it, okay? That's all I'm saying. Plus, if you've seen the Bentley Brothers Resident Evil movie, you know it's already been done. I also it's a I good also movie. think that there is a problem that you have that movie studios cannot consider. And that is you, we, played the games from Resident Evil 1 to when the Resident Evil franchise was fresh. That is not the case anymore. But obviously it's still... I'm not, I'm not done. Okay. Re the Resident Evil franchise has evolved since Resident Evil 1 and 2. Whether that's for the betterment of it or the or the or or not. Or the worse. Yeah, that's that's besides the Just point. Gonna, yeah. That's besides the point. The Resident Evil franchise has evolved since the original two. There is the feel of Resident Evil has changed. You need to give people who like there are people who I'm sure their first game was Resident Evil 4. And don't like Resident like that you need to it needs to be a broader Okay, appeal. hold on. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank Th you. I would I would agree with you or okay. at least understand where you're coming from if we didn't just get RE2 and 3 remake. Okay. Which sort of already rebooted the franchise in a way, right? Like with their own way of telling the story okay. that these movies could have followed. Now, but those also short they're obvious. Look, you want to adapt this, right? Uh -huh. So you're going to, you should tell the story of this game without changing too many elements around that are vital to the story. Look, I agree. just tell the main concept of the story, mm -hmm. okay? Like Leon and Ada. Ada's in the movie, apparently. Yes. So there's something with Leon and Ada. So at least Leon still has his arc going on. Uh -huh. But I don't know if it's the same for Claire yet. I still have to see, okay? But a lot of the changes are different from even the remake. So like, and that sold extremely well. So I, obviously, there's enough of an audience I, for I'll it. I'll point out there's something to agree with him. I fucking don't like the way Claire gets to Raccoon City is with the trucker that gets bitten. But I'm confused because they also show her coming into town in the bike. So I don't know which one it is. Hold on, this could be one of those things where they they intentionally switch around the trailer. Uh, or, Infinity War. Yes, we were led to believe that Hulk was going to defend Wakanda, or, and it never. I did. don't think there's a budget for a fake or addition to the trailer. Jill comes into town on the truck, immediately Claire. goes home. Sorry, Claire. Jill, fuck. Uh, Claire comes home, comes to town in the truck, immediately comes home. Oh, you still have Dad's bike or whatever. Uh, see, they just uh, why? Because Claire could just have her own bike. Why does she? This is the bike that my dad passed. It just feels overly. Or explained. it's her bike that she left there when she went. What the fuck? I would ever? like that better. Yeah. Whatever. The point is, it could e easily be that. That's uh, that's a very easy way to do that. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. But at the same time, even aside from adaptation wise, mm -hmm. you can tell there's a big hit in the budget. This is not really even a big knock, but you can see that. I don't like yeah, the I Doberman. Don't... I did not the like Doberman. Doberman. the Doberman. Very fake. I think that I honestly, I think that like the OG Dobermans look better. <laughs> Dude, the uh, Resident Evil One. You used know a real what the dog. Doberman looks like? That's true. It is. Well, well, it's no, not really. Uh, in the first movie, yeah. The, yeah. The, for two of the scenes, it's a real dog, but for most of the when scenes, when she kicks it in the face, yes, it's not a real dog. 
You're right. You're right. That's why I flinched. I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, but th- there's there's a few scenes that were supposed to have the real dog that they ended up having a CG over anyway. For okay. The, uh, anyway, that's not the point. You know what this dog kind of looks like? The tiger in the fucking Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. It well, has I didn't that, see that. What? I didn't see the movie. Yeah. It eh, has it's this. Okay. It has this weird fakeness to it mm-hmm. that, like, it, it it seems strange. But other than that, I think the movie aesthetically looks fine to me. I look. Look, I you went look? through it. Yeah, I did look. I looked through this thing fucking frame by frame. Okay. I was looking he at a did. lot of different he things. He posted it up on his Discord, which you could join. It's called the Bone King Nexus. Thank you. I mean, you have to find... Yeah, go to my, my Twitch, boneking.tv. Um, boneking.tv. Twitch.tv slash boneking.tv and find my Discord link there because you have to get an invite. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, first off, one of the things I saw was the Ashford Twins film reel. Uh-huh. So they're just going to have a reference to Code Veronica just because. Um... And I actually like that. So you like the idea that in that video with Alexia and Alfred, if the camera were to just pan to the right, we could have just seen Birkin fucking taking notes and smiling like an asshole? Because it ties Code Veronica into the other games. Birkin's not Code even... Veronica always felt very standalone. Disconnected. And but, yeah, disconnected. But Birkin's not even supposed to be like around when they're kids but dude the very fact that it's getting recognition with like fucking jill and the stars officers i'm like losing my fucking mind like i guess the fact that the spencer mansion is gonna reference the antarctica base or rockford island i kind of marked out a little bit granted it could go very bad it could go very bad it's a it's a site reference if there's no barriers I will be upset. Bar- Isn't it Barracuse? Barracuse. Yeah, okay. There was a friendly but naive king. Um, but, okay. In terms of, there's filters, I feel. There's a scene specifically where where uh, Irons is telling Leon, close the gates! And you could see, like, fire particles that feel very, like, it feels like a music video. Hmm. It feels like it's overly special affected. Right. And that's what I'm picking up here. Like, you didn't have to do a lot of these okay, effects. Okay, well, again, these are trailers. I guess, but if yeah, this but is this supposed to represent coming the movie, out no, but special effects, sh- yeah, but still, not by that much. Oh my dude, Birkin I does not sh- look good either. I can show you some examples. Okay, but the liquors look great. The f- I love the liquors. I didn't the liquor- look as good as the fucking apocalypse. I, uh, I one. disagree. I disagree a lot. I like okay. like the grimy parts that had a lot more texture. But, uh, but and the the titan was it a titan? What? No, Birkin. Well, it was Birkin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Birkin. I thought he looked fine. I think he meant to say tyrant. Tyrant, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Titan. I, so I was like, because there is we, a titan to, yeah. in, in the series. Correct. Like, we don't but know. No, I know. There's a tyrant though. We know. We know Birkin's there. No, but what right, was but the? He's big, not a tyrant. What was the he's big a thing? Type of tyrant. He's the G tyrant. Yeah. Then what was the big thing we saw? That was tyrant. Yeah. That's what or, I or no, damn, that, was that was G. That was Birkin. Yeah. Well, yes. Which is a tyrant. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> he isn't a tyrant. God he damn. is though. I don't think he is. He is. He's a. He's tyrant class. Yes. Nemesis is also tyrant. Yes, because he's a T type. So, but he's a G-type. G's don't have tyrants. Birkin's the only one. Fuck me. He might be right. I am right, goddammit. Let's right. look it up. Anyway. Anyway. That's the point. They, whatever. We saw the big motherfucker, okay? Right. And I thought he looked good, too. Uh, make sure to I follow disagree. us on uh, the big Eagle and Wolf <laughs> Eagle Twitter <laughs> and our, we're our podcast uni- where we're going to break down this fucking movie furthermore. Featuring unicorn metal on what makes a tyrant. 
All right. That's uh that's our question of the month. That's but me. even <laughs> that's me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but last thing I want to say, um, just about the effects and stuff like that. Even CG aside, the zombies themselves do not have a lot of effects on them. They gave them red contacts and made them have Why a little is bit of that. Red, Why just, the fuck red contacts? I don't know. The series never did that. No, it was always like white. They eyes. were white eyes, yeah. and and like they have them just have a little jam in their mouth, and there you go, they're done. Well, I think these are fresh zombies, though. I think that's what. Why are you even the me fresh zombies in the games didn't have? It's it's okay. We keep going Although around really this roundabout consistent. way. I think what we should do is judge it on two fronts, like I do with every comic book movie. Is this a good comic book movie or is this a good movie? We have to judge that. Is this a good movie or is this a good faithful re- adaptation of the Resident Evil? Look, movie? they could make games. the Tiny Spencer Estate work. I'm not saying they can't, but. We'll see, I guess, ultimately. We'll see. I would we lose like? my mind if they talk about an armor key. <laughs> All right. that's Now you're getting into, like, uh, hyper fan territory, like, where Star Wars fans go nuts over, like, very specific details and stuff. Um, anyway. Wait a minute. Why is the lights flashing? And I feel like a cold breeze. Did you Did you turn on the AC? Oh, I always keep it cold in here. But uh, you're right. Honestly, I can I... see your breath. I can see my breath. What the fuck? Did you write that down? I didn't. Because the my Where notebook... did the paper come from? What does it say? It says. We'll be back in a moment. Huh. Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of Doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. All right, we need to... We need to do something because there's a lot of spooky things here, but it's okay. I took a seminar on being a, on doing a seance. So jo- join. Oh yeah, my- that was on the back of the cereal box for for Captain Crunch. I saw that. No, it's, I I I went to a, a panel at Dragon Con. Oh, Just hold okay. my right. hands. You're right. You're right. Hold okay, here my you go. hands. Here you go. Here you go. Right. Sorry if they're a little wet. My bad. All right. Why why are you moist? I think it's better if I don't answer that question. Uh, anyway, um, a spirit who is here. Enter me and use me as your vessel. Wait, did you Start the freaky fight. Oh, oh, you're right. Shit, we are wasting time. The ghost what? is right. We should what? get on what this. What the fuck? What no, happened? Don't worry, we'll explain it later. Welcome to our freaky five best ghosts. Where's in my movies. underwear? I promised the ghost I wouldn't tell you. What? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, why were you possessed by the spirit of Richard Simmons? I. I did the beat. <laughs> Fuck off. Just ruined the illusion. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing a Freaky Five of the best ghost in movies. Um, what is a Freaky Five? Well, a Freaky Five is when we make a list of five things and then each take turns going through our entire list. So, I'll, like, for example, I'd go through my entire list and then the dude would do his list and then Rude wouldn't do his list because we wouldn't let him. And <laughs> on that note, dibs on first. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so hit us up with your uh, Freaky Five Best Ghosts in Movies. All right. I'm going to start us off at number five with the ghost with the most. It's showtime, baby. It's Beetlejuice. Wow, at number five? At number five. Hot shit. That feels a little low. I I agree, but here's my thing uh, is that you'll notice at the top of my list are legitimately creepier entries. 
Okay. Because okay. I kind of felt that was truer to the nature of like ghosts. Don't get me wrong. I love a comedic ghost. Number four on my end on my list is also going to show that. I love a comedic ghost, but I want it to be truer to like the spookiness of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Beetle just didn't scare me. Like the reality is, I take a little disaster to be his friend. Like he seems like a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think he'd want to marry me, so I think I'd be fine. Um, He's very stylish to count. That's true. Number uh, four, but yeah. So I, I just, I, I love. Uh, Sorry. I, 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 yeah, I love him. Uh, number four, uh, our favorite green boy. It's Slimer. Yay! He's an icon, man. You can't, you can't get like the only more iconic okay. ghost than that is like the ghost in the logo, which doesn't have a name. <laughs> no, I don't think it does. Slimer. Yes. Was the only good part of the the newer Ghostbusters. Be want to know why? Tell me. He had nothing to do with the plot. Sure. He showed up, banged some bitches, stole a car, <laughs> and that was his arc. Fair. He ate food. Fair enough. True. But also, there's, like, and, uh, I- I've talked about it on the show. I'm a big fan of special effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, the special effects for Slimer in the first two Ghostbusters movies mm-hmm. were fucking genius, dude. Some of the fucking, like, workarounds they had to come up with to do things that you don't even think about while watching the movie are insane. Like, for a lot of that movie... Slimer is suspended from an arm on the ceiling, but there's a scene where he goes through a doorway. How the fuck do you do that? And it's because the top of that doorway isn't there. Yeah, that's how they do it. It's added in with the mirror later. So that it's added in with the with the mirror, but it's in camera. Is my point? It's not a painted in mat. It's no, no, no. Because Silent Hill, the movie, also used sure. this technique where they went. And it's weird that I. This is where I know it from. Where they saw off. A part of the roof, yeah. and they, they just work around it as the camera's but, moving. But my point is, like, that kind of stuff is usually added in later. Like, when they add the roof back in, in other movies that oh, they've when, done... Oh, when they go through the... Yes, 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 yes. So, for example, that would be added in later as, like, a painted-in mat or whatever. But no, that's actually being done in camera with a mirror. Hmm. That's, uh, that's reflecting that piece of wall onto that part for the camera only. It's brilliant. Anyway, that's why I like Slimer. He's cool. Cool visual You effects. like Slimer for his uh, camera trick. Got it. Part of it, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, number three? Number three is Candyman. Ooh, wow. Ooh, is this going to be a ghost? Pick. How many killers are we going to have for today, you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Give or take 15. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I 13 mean, ghosts, yes. Uh, uh, so, so on okay. The, continue. I'm sorry. They were on my list, but uh, but they had to get pushed down on my honorable mentions. Okay, that's anyway. Fair. Uh, yeah, Candyman. Uh, it's one of those uh movies where like you're rooting for the monster. Uh, <laughs> like, I love Candyman. Slashers. He's just yes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> uh, I and I I love it. I, I I he's such a. It's a big deal for like me growing up. It's like one of the uh, horror movies I watched with my mom, with my grandfather too. It was a big thing for me as a kid. Which, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't watch horror movies with their parents as children, but I did. Uh, You'd be surprised. I guess. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I love the character, and I love just the the vengeful aspect of him is fantastic. How many Candyman movies are there? Counting the new one. Oh, four. Four. Okay, so there, it, is it Candyman? One, two, three Candyman? Yes. Yeah. Okay, then I know what to look for now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Next up on my list is uh-huh. one of the reasons that we had to make a distinction on this episode. Because originally, we said favorite ghosts. Oh, and I yeah. said ghosts coming in. My bad. Right. <laughs> That's fine. <sighs> favorite ghosts. But 
a few entries on my list, some of them are in honorable mentions because they're similar, aren't technically ghosts. Okay. Okay. To quote Samuel Jackson in the movie I'm about to refer to, it's just an evil fucking room. My number two entry is 1408. Ah, yes. Inspiration for room 302. <laughs> Henry. Which, let, let's let's be honest, yes. 1408, I, I really want to spend some time on it. Yes, please. It's a phenomenal film. So good. I love, I love films where... It's my favorite John Cusack movie. Yes, I know what I said. <laughs> really? Over Say Anything? Yes. Okay. But let's, let's be real. It's a one-man show. Yes. And he, it's so well done by Cusack. Mm-hmm. And I really love the effects that room does. It's really well done. One of my favorite moments, just because, like, I love subtle creepiness. Things that are menacing more than scary. Right. And one of my favorite moments is when he's talking to the concierge, and she says, or you're always welcome to take our express exit, and the noose drops from the ceiling. Like, that moment is so like, oh, this room's not playing around. Right. You, You got that out of it? I got Haunted Mansion vibes. Yes, it is very similar. Yeah, it was, it, it yes. was jokey. It was like, hey, that's funny. But, no, well, because the whole point is the room, wah, doesn't, wah, the, wah. the room doesn't let you out until you leave. Right. Until you die. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's one way to leave. Yeah. Yes. Until you die. Because <clears throat> he's asking how the fuck do I get out of here, and that's what the concierge tells him. Right. Uh, but also, the movie has some absolutely heartbreaking moments. Oh, for sure. Uh, Like, the everything. The, the, I don't. I, can, but I would argue that. Can I get that, spoilery? Mm, well, it depends if you want people to go watch it. Fine, I won't say. Okay, but I would argue that there is some spirit or something in the room there manifesting There is not, though. It. The room itself is evil. What makes the room evil? Nothing. It just is. There has to be something. No. Right. I guess this is where it would have to be. This I don't know. This is a Stephen King thing. This is what he does. But even then, he'll have a reason for no. the- No. Pet listen, Cemetery has the but fucking- that's, the, that's just that he doesn't- Like, Rose Manor is another Stephen King thing. And it's, again, just an evil fucking Shining. House. Shining, Yes. Listen, all we need, uh, all we need is an eight ball of Coke and we'll figure it out. (laughs) People died in The Shining. That's why. Over an eight ball of Coke? Oh. No, but that too. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they died because the place was evil. The people dying did not make it evil. All right. Obviously, from what I've learned about this. It's chicken or egg. All right. We'll we'll keep going from here. But But that's an interesting pick. Okay, but that was your two. That was number two. Fuck, bro. I can't even imagine what your number one is. I've got some honorable mentions. Lightning round honorable mentions. Go. Yes. Uh, Totoro. He's he's a spirit, so he counts. Oh, Totoro. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I love him. He's adorable, but he's a plot device. He's a great uh, character design. <laughs> the ghostly trio. Uh, the uncles from Casper. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Uh, Malcolm Crow. I know him being on the list is technically a spoiler. Sorry, folks. <laughs> if you haven't watched. <laughs> yeah, really. Bruce Willis. Sense, uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Jackal. Uh, is who I'm picking to represent my favorite ghost of 13 ghosts. The jackal's the one with the cage around his head. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, okay. I thought you would have gone with the girl with the, the slashes. Oh, she's all just hot. Yeah. Oh, is uh, that where you can? Okay. Yes. Like, nothing about her was particularly creepy. She's just hot. There was a big uh, fat guy, but he was in a baby outfit, yeah. which just made him a literal blob baby. Yes. Sorry, continue. Uh, and uh, last amount of mentions is Emily from uh, Corpse Bride. Oh, nice. so sweet. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, that. That's a movie that I didn't like as a kid because, like, no, but she doesn't get her happy ending. But, like, as an adult, I much more appreciate the way her story ends now. I like it. Right. So, 
my number I, 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 I wish I was ending it on a more popular note just so everyone can be like yeah I fucking love it uh-huh. but instead I want everyone to go watch this it's probably I think it's still free on YouTube there's a movie called Nodoi oh yes okay you made me watch this okay so here's the thing I don't get scared and it's fucking creepy I really don't well it has your phobias but even without that, like, the, even without that specific scene, uh-huh. uh, it still creeped me the fuck out. The, I was already, like, sw- like anxiously sweating before that happened. Yeah. That made me leave the, the the viewing I was watching it of and come back to it later. But just to describe to the audience, it's a oh, found let me get footage there. Let movie. me get there. Okay. I'm not done, motherfucker. Okay. Anyway, no, no, wait. Uh, yes, as he was saying, it is a found footage, uh, it's found footage style, uh, which, by the way, does... No, she's a she's a Blair Witch. She's a witch. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm glad you had that conversation with yourself. I'm glad to be a part. I was of it. asking if the Blair Witch counts for this list, but no, no, she's, she's a, a witch. witch. Yes, <laughs> it was a stupid question. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, uh, so Nodoi is a found footage style Japanese horror movie. Yes. That starts with uh, this one news reporter uh, investigating some disappearances. Mm-hmm. He later realizes that these disappearances have a common thread. And I really can't say much more than that because... Oh, yeah. The best horror movies go into it as blind as you can. Yes. Be, uh, uh, but it gets... There is a supernatural element involved. Mm. Uh, and visually, this movie... This movie is very sparse with its monstrous visuals. And because of that, they're very effective. Mm. Two scenes in particular, one that you just talked that you just mentioned, and there's another where someone's getting beat in the face. Yes. And then he stands back up. Those two scenes, like I just got chills again from remembering my first viewing of those. It really helps the found footage filter really emphasizes it a hundred percent. Uh yes. this movie is, in my opinion, it is the pinnacle of the found footage art form. Okay. I really like this movie really sells it for me. That and this like, is coming from the guy that really likes uh, Cloverfield. So, yes, yeah, I do. But this movie, I feel, sells it more than mm-hmm. Cloverfield does. Because, but also, I think it's because of the journalistic element to it, like right. the fact that it's being presented like from a journalist, makes it feel a little more legit than just a couple friends with a camcorder. You sure. Get me? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, like the fact that he's doing research and he's going out to talk to people and the investigation aspect of it, it builds it, up the. It ghost. builds up yes. and it and it engrosses you in it. It gets you into it. So that when the horror happens, you're like, ah! Like, yeah. Lake Mungo tried to do a similar yeah. thing, but it, the payoff was just someone photoshopped a girl in a few pictures. I, yeah. And I would really like it. to say that you told me to watch it. You gave me the link, and I watched it on YouTube. Yes. Because I think that's where you can find well, it Well, actually, right we first, I first put it on at your house after we all played PT together. Oh, God. But everyone was too busy talking about PT to watch the movie. Understandable, so, like, to be honest. It. Yeah, no, for but sure. But I still watched it, and I was still, like, blown away. Because it's very minimalist. Yes. And and that that leads you to, you know, George jokes about it all the time. About the the fear the fear in um that you can't describe with Lovecraft. Yeah. It's always that bullshit, like, uh, oh, you can't even imagine it, yeah. bro. But yeah. this, I was... I was on the edge of my seat. When is it coming? I need to see it. What's going to happen? I, I'm i sure you were. Edging on your seat, waiting for it to come? Absolutely. Okay. So give me your list again, please. The last thing I want to say about that is, so I watched that with my best friend Marisol. And to this day, we can like text each other the word Kagutaba and get a reaction out of the other just because like 
that's how much it affected us when we watched it. Nice. Uh, so, number five on my list is The Ghost with the Most. It's Beetlejuice. Number four is our Green Boy Slimer. Number three is Candyman. Number four is The Room for... Or, sorry. Number, number two. five is Beetlejuice. Number four is Slimer. Number three is Candyman. Number two is The Room 1408. And number one is Kagutaba. All right. That's a good Question list. Question about your honorable mention. You didn't include The Overlook. I did not. You're right. I also didn't include Rose Banner, even though I talked about it. Save it for our Freaky Five, you know, haunted locations sure. when we get there. I got a few of those of my own. Um, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I can go. I can also go. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, rolling dice. Uh, the dude goes. Got it. So You could have just made that up. <laughs> my number five is going to be stupid. Do it. Anybody remember a little Christmas movie called Scrooge? Which ghost? Oh. Ghost of Christmas Pass. The Jovial Which one? version of the this? The taxi the, driver. Which version of Scrooge, oh. though? The one with Bill Murray. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not where I went. Yeah, the Ghost of Christmas Pass who's a uh, taxi driver. Amazing. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's get a little Christmas in our shit. I dig it, That's man. fair. This is a good pick. I, I only know him from a Muppets Christmas Carol. So that's Ooh. the only one I know. Uh, My number four... My main boys, the Frighteners, Cyrus, the pimp, wow. Stuart, the nerd, and the Old West Judge, the judge. Wow. Never seen this movie. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. Frighteners is one of the greatest films of the 90s. It is quintessentially 90s, first of all. Second of all, Peter Jackson, dude, directed the fuck out of this. Yeah. Huh. It's, I love, I'm a Michael J. Fox stan. This movie with Back to the Future are up there for me for him. It's so 90s, it can be used as a snap band. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, number three, uh, if we want to talk about fucking haunts. Yes. Poltergeist. Yes. The OG. Fuck the remake. I fucking hate that remake. There's a remake? There isn't. Don't don't worry about it. There is no remake. It's not say. here. <laughs> yeah. um, Funny enough, uh, because I was asking you guys like for this list, do I have to name the thing? They never really named no, the Poltergeist. It's the Poltergeist. But to pull out a little S.D. Perry novelization over here, they oh, did novelize okay. fucking Poltergeist, and they named it The Beast. So that's the thing about Poltergeist. Poltergeist is almost similar to 1408 because it really isn't one entity. It's a result of all the evil happening that happened in that ground coming through manifesting something sure and I that said, something is i said the it's like 1408 but it ha, isn't cha, cha, cha. Uh-huh. Okay, so fine. mine's allowed ha, cha, cha, cha. mine's allowed all right so we're gonna I, go by the way, really wait. quick just about poltergeist uh there was uh, a long time where like anything that looked remotely like a clown toy wasn't allowed anywhere in my room igual igual <laughs> same same you got you a little fucking... spanish there igual uh-huh. bro <laughs> I see a clown. It's on sight, my guy. <laughs> on um, sight. Just one last thing, real quick, on Poltergeist. Yes. Poltergeist four. The ghost in- inhabits a lamp. Huh? Yeah. It's just a, it's a we lamp in the attic, and you and they, and they get rid of it by pushing out of the window. In what? <laughs> yeah. In I, I never 4. watched. I never watched Poltergeist. 4. I saw a review of I it. I never saw like, a Poltergeist sequel. You've never seen a Poltergeist. No, sequel? there's a few. Guess yeah. what? I, I don't doubt yeah. it, but I've never seen Guess any what? of them. Don't. Cool. You're not missing much. Though. So Ryan Reynolds was good. Wait, what? What wasn't that? Was am I mix? I mix these movies: Amityville Horror and Poltergeist. Oh yeah. What, okay. What were you talking about? He Ryan said Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was good. That was Amityville. That was Amityville. Amityville. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. So my number two. Yes. Is a TV one. Okay. 
You're going to look at me and you're going to be very mad at me. My screw up. Ben Sullivan, Brendan Fraser, Scrubs. Oh, what? No. Wait, wait, wait. First off, that's a spoiler. So, yeah. Second off, oh, no. Do you have any is idea that, where you are? Is that really a ghost, though? It's a ghost. Come on. Come I on, think that's just... I don't know, No, that's, that's J.D. Yeah. thinking no, something. J.D.'s not having... It's not him interacting with it. Well, first off, it's a reference to an old Pippin cartoon. Yes. So, and then that, it I've wasn't a ghost I've never even heard either. of Pippin. It was, it's an English... Uh, cartoon, yeah. like an old, old golden age kind of thing. Right, but I wanted to have this because not all ghost stories have to be scary. No, I right. know. No, that's a good point. The best ones, in my opinion, always tug at the heartstrings. Sure. If this isn't allowed, let me know now. I'll pull out one of my honorable For messages. For me, personally, I, I, don't think, I don't think we have confirmation that it's a ghost. Yeah, I just think that's his mind. I think that's... Whose mind? JD's. It's not JD that's I interacting with it. I don't think it's it. one specific. It's Doctor Cox that's talking to yeah. him. Yeah. Oh no. Then you're right. I meant Doctor Cox. Yes. Because JD's the one who says who I you're talking to. I think him throughout the episode is supposed to represent different people think or manifesting him in their remembrance of him. I don't think it's an actual ghost. Uh, <sighs> that being said, fuck you for making me want to cry. Yeah, I always Fuck, cry with that episode. Man. I always cry with that episode. That's that's hands down like my favorite. I oh. only own season one and two on DVD. That shit did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like Scrubs? I love Scrubs. I own season one and two on DVD. Yeah, but you don't watch any more than that. I mean, I just don't watch season. To be 10. fair, I haven't watched it in a long time. But anyway, well, well, give me your other one to replace this. My other one to replace this. Yes. Okay, so. Sam Wheat, Patrick Swayze, Ghost. There you go. It's another one that's emotional. Definitely a ghost. That's uh, a goat ghost right there. It is. Hashtag goat it, ghost? Has, sure. No, okay. we already had hashtag but get vaccinated. But you hated that one. No, hashtag get vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, I guess. Hashtag that's, get vaccinated before you become a ghost. But that's so, true for like everything, not just this episode. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But still, uh, sure. Hashtag goat ghost. Patrick Swayze, a very emotional film, but also, excuse me, really the Demi Moore scene with the sculpture has been parodied to fucking death. 100%. It's its own ghost at this point. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> so, womp, womp, womp. But, but, bro, every time I see that, there is not a dry eye in my room when so, I watch it. So, I heard that this was a thing, but I didn't. I thought it was just like a joke. I didn't realize it was true. But a friend of Miss Chief's uh, owns a pottery shop. Okay. And in the pottery shop, there is a sign that says, if you play Unchained Melody, you will be kicked out. <laughs> They're aware. <laughs> yeah. They know. <laughs> like, that's so fucking funny to me. That's pretty great. Carry um, on. So you want to give us your honorable mentions? Yes, sir. Lighten around me. So uh, want to be that asshole? Do we? Can I include one video game one? Sure. Mimikyu. No. You, no, you're not allowed because I wasn't allowed. So no. <laughs> it's an honorable mention. I don't. I'm not allowed to do honorable mentions. It's true. Yeah, you can. Ever. I, <laughs> Forever. Uh, but yeah, I love the design. I love the concept. I love that it wants to be Pikachu, so people can like it. It's the only one that apparently is actually intangible and dead. Well, fuck. That was a thing I read, and I don't know if I agree that's with it so true. much, but that's what they anyway. said. Uh, one Miss Call, Mimiko. I fucking love this movie. Okay. I was trying to think about twins, uh, A Tale of Twin Sisters. 
Tale of Two Sisters. A Tale of Two Sisters. I'm sorry. Are you sure it's not? Okay, whatever. I, it is I Two Sisters. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, you're probably right. But still, that one was a manifestation, and I thought it, and I can't Tale really remember of- it as well. But one missed call is so vivid in my mind, mm. and I'm really blown away by the fact that it's 44% of Rotten Tomatoes. How the fuck? That's a really good ghost movie. A Tale of Two Sisters, 2003. Hmm. Okay. And so there's this one movie. Vincent Price did the original called House on Haunted Hill. Oh, yes. I never saw the original. I saw the remake first when it first came out. This was around the time that Hollywood just, let's remake all these classic horror black and white movies. The Haunting was one. Um, which I really liked, and it was on my honorable mentions, but I didn't really remember it that well. I remember more Scary Movie 2 than I do that. Yeah. Um, But House on Haunted Hill always stayed with me because I loved Jeffrey Rush's acting uh, as as Vincent Price. All okay. Oh, that's a spoiler. And number one. Bro, bro, what do I do with this episode? Editing. Like, do I for that? I guess. I guess. Uh, My number one. Uh, I'm kind of like the only stand for these movies in this trio here, but the conjuring films, my number one is the conjuring one Bathsheba. Who's technically a, a demon witch, yeah. but she's dead. Yeah. But anyway, when I saw that film, I, I was blown away by how fucking visceral it was and how I was taking it back and I was screaming like a fucking bitch. I could still scream like a bitch if you put it in front of me. Okay. It, I was shaken after watching it. I was fucked up on it. I was like, yo, that is a fucking great movie. And I still walk away saying that. Okay. So my list is number five, Scrooge, Ghost of Christmas Pass. Number four, The Frighteners, Cyrus Stewart, Judge. Number three, Poltergeist, The Beast. Hmm. Number two, Sam Wheat, Ghost. Fine. And number one, The Conjuring, Bathsheba. Nice. That's a pretty. I actually don't know a lot of the characters there. Like, I'm gonna have to rewatch a lot of those movies. Um, Before we get to your list, I okay. have a question about whether or not he would qualify. Okay. Is Freddy Krueger a ghost? He is. Yes. Yes. He right? died. Yeah, he's he dead. Died. Yes. He but, was burned alive. But Jason also is a ghost. Then he's a reanimated corpse. But I thought Jason, Jason was a zombie. zombie then. He's a reanimated okay, corpse. But Freddy is definitely a ghost. Yes. Shit, he could have been on my list. Yes, he could have. And I'm honestly surprised Why? no you one did. you hate him? Huh? You hate him. But he's a good, bad thing. He's a good, bad thing. You know, one of those oxymorons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're right. Moving on. Um, Here we go. Here is my uh, Freaky Five Best Ghosts, or I guess Hauntings. Haunts. We're going to... Uh, We'll decide later. You, read the title of the episode. That's what it'll be. <laughs> um, number, f- number five... I'm going to start us off real easy. Um, you know, when I was asked to do movies, I'm going to go with Casper, the friendly ghost, number All five. Right. Now, the Casper I'm thinking of is not really the original Casper, the cartoon Casper. I'm thinking the fucking... Christina Ricci. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking live action one, which still to this day, I remember having good memories with. By the way... It has a Ghostbusters reference. Yeah, it yes. does, yeah. Another movie that has surprisingly good visual effects. Yeah, the house is beautiful. Not just the house beautiful. Dude, the scene where the ghostly trio are eating is mind-blowing. Oh, and it goes through them? Yes. 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 Like, that's really hard to do and make it look good. There's so much wire work in that scene. It's insane. The puppeteering in that scene is mind-blowing to me. So if we need to recommend a Casper movie, it's that one. Sure. Uh, Which year did that come out? Does anyone know? 94, I think. 
Yeah, that made, that makes about sense. Sounds about right. 1995. I, 1995. Off and I, by a year. Fuck. You were close, though. And honestly, I remember really liking that movie. Um, number four. And we need a little friendly ghost every now and then. Um, number four. Jack Goodman from American Werewolf in London. I almost said Paris. Oh, the best friend, you cheeky yeah. cunt. That's yeah. such a good pick. That is a good yes, pick bone. because he haunts the main character yes. specifically. Hundred percent. And he's dude. not a boring ghost. He's sarcastic. Yeah, he's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's constantly decomposing. He's constantly decomposing. <laughs> and and he, I really like how he's able to sort of poke fun, almost in a meta sense, because sure. he's with the audience watching the film in a way. Right. Yeah. Because he's watching the main character's actions like we are. Right. And I think that's a really visceral way to. Do an undead character having to watch living people. So really, and plus it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. American Werewolf in London. I keep wanting to say Paris just because <laughs> I saw Paris first. Fuck. And that one's the worst one. Number uh, three, No Face from Spirited Away. Hey. Now, technically everyone in Spirited Away could be a spirit, but Except I'm going to go for, and... uh, Chihiro. Yeah. Chihiro. Yes. And and maybe uh, Yubaba, the Ubaba witch. and is... What's his name? Actually, yeah, Kohaku. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, ace, yeah, we, we the, can't. Yes, the, he's yes, the you're spirit. Right, sorry. But in any right. case, um, no, I, I really like No Face because there's a lot of depth to this character. See, here's the thing. Our, okay. The title of our, of our episode is either ghosts or haunts, and he's definitely not a haunt. But it's uh, ghosts and haunts. I'm talking about uh, what's his name? No uh, Face. No, no, no. No Face is a haunt. Haku. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Haku is not a haunt. He's maybe a ghost, but he's definitely a spirit. Yes. No face, however, I'd say is definitely a haunt or a ghost. He's a yokai. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. But you know. he's got that creepiness. Yes. And so what I like about him, though, is that he kind of has a moral built into him. Yeah. He he wants to uh, basically appease people. And, and if you feed into that, he can sort of become overwhelmed by greed. Right. So the thing is, is that he inhabits what he absorbs yeah so when he enters the bathhouse in the beginning he sees that people like gold so he offers gold to the frog spirit and when the frog spirit takes it he goes oh okay so now i'm welcome to take you now because you took my thing it's 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 an interesting little thing in there and when he takes the frog spirit guy he becomes corrupted and greedy and that's when he takes over the bathhouse also like just a great like character development arc throughout the whole movie is watching him become more tender like actually tender see that's awesome that's the best part because he goes on this huge tirade and he's a giant monster pretty scary monster yeah. too and he loses that because of Chihiro's the, a token of Chihiro's kindness yep. which is a perfect just fucking pure metaphor innocence. pure innocence to combat the greed yep. and it, he vomits all that shit out and the rest of the movie is him basically um, again wanting to appease and give people what they want right. to like him because that's his whole thing he wants to be liked but Chihiro basically says no, no, no. You don't need to give me anything. You can hang out with me. Yeah. You don't need just to give, be you. Just be you. And that's enough for him. And you you get to watch him figure out who he is, really. Yes. And so that's, it's really cool. Having right. a ghost learn about, you know, self-worth and confidence and not having to go through the serial killer method to feel better about himself. Yeah. I, I like that. it. I'm ashamed to say I never watched the movie. <sighs> That's I, exactly look, how I felt when you didn't watch Frighteners. That's understand. <laughs> the thing is, that's understandable. I completely get is that. Is it? Not a lot of people watch Ghibli movies. But this is the Ghibli movie. More people have seen fucking Howl's Sit Moving Castle. Sit me down Castle. and I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I have right. it. I, I have it. It's also on HBO Max. Like, it, it literally brings me to tears. I can have a whole thing in that movie. You We're work not tomorrow. Do you, do you work tomorrow? Yeah. Fuck. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Anyway, next one on my list. Oh, crap. I lost my page. Here we are. Um, number two, 
Sadako from Ringu. So, yeah, we gotta have some Talk fucking... Talk about a fucking banger. We gotta have some, you know, Japanese ghosts in this business. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you you had one too. Just kidding. Never mind. But you know, I had an honorable mention. But, that's but fine. like, well, wait, what was yours again? I'm sorry. Noroi. Oh, Noroi. That's right. Okay, yeah, but that's a whole. One. That's a different way of doing that, though. I oh, didn't yeah. think of it like that. No, no, for sure. And like, you want to talk about like a movie that became like a pop cultural phenomenon? It's definitely Ring, this. Yes, but, and inspired two American remakes. Yep. Yes, but no, comparing it to Noroi, I feel like is a good conversation in of itself. Because the way the ghost makes itself known, they have to actively find the ghost. Yes. Where Sadako is, I'm coming after you. Oh, yeah. There's no finding me. I found you. Once oh, you yeah. watch my tape, it's over. Uh-huh. So, uh, again, well, I... There's a little bit of that in Noroi in that he has several opportunities to not be involved anymore. Mm-hmm. But in his case, it's his own curiosity. Right. He has to that, keep going. Th- but, yeah, but the more he does, the more in it he is. Right. And eventually gets to a point where he can't escape so much that it comes into his personal life. But, but in your case, not. No, no, she's a predator. <laughs> she's straight up cursing. She is, a pr- she is predatory mm-hmm. in her hunting of you. <laughs> yes, and she is basically unkillable. Yeah. Like, most ghosts in our list, I'm sure, could be exercised in some way, maybe. A little bit of salt in a shotgun. Something. Yeah. Burn the body. <laughs> there is not been anything no. to stop Sadako in the millions of fucking movies she's in. Hey, uh, apparently if, like, all the school kids join hands together, they turn her back into a frog. That Cabin was, in the woods. That was Kevin. Okay, that was a really good way to do that, though. <laughs> to be honest, if there was a way, that would be it in Japan. I'm not going to lie. But um, I wanted to also just tag in really quick. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Kayako as well because okay. these, these are very similar ghosts in their sure. MOs I kind of want that's the grudge that's yeah. the grudge that's Obviously, Juan. Juan yeah Juan, Juan. Yeah. and that one is more like a family curse that it's right. not directed to the person who watched it it's if you activate my curse it's you and everyone in your fucking family no fucking breaks no mercy they're gonna die and there's no way to stop it I'm sorry I'm going a little bit on about this but okay. I love Japanese ghosts because there is just no stopping them I don't remember if this is in the original Japanese. How? Uh, but in the American The Ring, I can't watch the tape. It is very well shot. There is one scene in particular. Oh, the scratch? Nope. Okay. The nail through the finger. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Dan- like hand, I'm phobic of da- of hand damage. Yeah. And that. Ugh. No, it's it's really rough. I will say just the last thing on Ring. Yes. Um, the ending for Ringu is yes. fucking haunting. Wow. Anyway, slow shot, slow Did, shot. Have you ever encountered people that just continuously kept doing the grudge noise? Uh, I'm not doing this. We were going to have a choir. <laughs> now we just have a duet. I did that shit to my ex-girlfriend. She got so mad. Yeah. The Americans are like, why are you burping at me? <laughs> so moving on. Uh, number one. Oh, no. Honorable mentions. Do I even have any honorable mentions from movies? A lot of mine were from games. Uh you know what? Ryuk from Death Note. It's a TV show. So we, we talked about this briefly. He's yeah. a god. He's a god. Yeah, you know what? So he doesn't count. We're not going to do that one. Um, fuck it. I guess we'll just move on to number one. Because right. I really What's don't have number one? Number one is the bear suit furry from The Shining. Hell oh, yeah. No, my god. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's the an honorable mo- mention. Oh, the okay. most George pick. Oh, it's the most It's a George. big furry bear guy in a suit. Yes, I Get know. Get ahead. You'd think it was fucking catering to me exactly, but I will say it is fucking like it's insane how like ahead of it like this is before anyone really knew what a furry was. I bro, I said this on the show I, before. No one ever was like, "What? Huh?" It was like the first furry on I'm film. Sure. 
what the fuck? It's so weird. Because it's not even just a mascot suit. It's someone banging in it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, anyway. Sucking some dick in it, yeah? Sucking some dick. Hey, he's a bottom, I guess. Bottom bear. Hashtag bottom bear? No. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of hashtags in this show. I'm very man. inspired today. Um, That's what you get when you're delirious. Number, okay, so here's my real number one. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Church from Red versus Blue. He is a ghost. He is most I, definitely I, I a ghost. I never watched Red versus Blue. Oh, That's a Halo man. thing, right? Yes, yeah. yes. It, it, Red versus Blue is a fan... First, it started out as like a... Fa- well, it is really. A fan-created oh, show. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Where they basically just had the... This is what Rooster Teeth started with. Yes, Rooster Teeth started with this. And basically, it was just a bunch of people in matchmaking in Halo making a movie. Filming it within the matchmaking of Halo, the game. Yes. Now, it started off very low, like, low budget, I guess. And then it got astronomical at a certain point where they were doing their own movies and shit. But um, I, I will say to this day, I probably have not seen as many. I'm not going to say it's the most funny. But I have not seen as many well-written comedies, especially fan-written ca- comedies, as Red vs. Blue. Sure. And a lot of that goes into the characterization of... The characters, a lot of which comes from stuff like church. Hey, wait, hold on a second. No, hold on. Hey, what? Bow chicka bow wow. How did you even hear us? I'm like Superman. I know where I'm needed. <laughs> hey, that's what? Caboose. He brought the tank. Caboose. Anyway, thank this isn't you. A so church episode. is wait. dead. Wait, yes. Well, I'm getting to that. Give me a minute. I was gonna make the reference. I know, but sorry. I just didn't want to. I wanted to make sure because I could have kept going. I didn't want us to get carried no, away. This in is Red why Blue he's reference. a ghost. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna say it's it's a, it's a spoiler for season one. There's six seasons of this shit, and trust me, this is the tip of the fucking iceberg when it comes to church and death. So, oh, God. <laughs> um, he goes, "Hey, caboose, you got the tank, caboose, over here. Tank auto lock engaged. Target found. That's not a target. That's church." And then he blows up fucking church. Yep. Great series. And then he comes back. And he comes back. But th- I, I bring up church. So is he a ghost or but just respond? I always thought he was just respond. <laughs> he responds. No, no. You want to know why I know that's not the case? Tell me. He possesses people. Oh, he does possess people. That's He's right. He's literally talking from the dead. You're Other right. ghosts appear in this show. You're right. You're right. You're this right. Is th- I pick church because this is an example of death not being the end. Like, the series continues for quite a bit with Church as a Ghost. Right. And it oh, yeah. makes it part of the plot, and a lot of the jokes stem from it. It's a lot of the miscommunication with possessions and That's great. I love Red vs. Blue, and Church was a great character. I would actually say, is he my favorite? Caboose is up there. No, scratch that. Griff is my favorite. Oh, I know for a fact Griff is my favorite. Fuck that shit. Griff is really good. Are you smoking in my new body? No. Fuck. <laughs> so, what was, can, the, what was the name of the little tiny elite that they had? Did it have a name? It did have a name. I don't even. I just remember I making just, noises. Well, there was one time where he, he went brown chicken brown cow. He's like, oh my god, oh, I'm that's so proud. right, Tucker's son. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you're so, all right. Sorry. Du- See, this is what dude, I was worried about. The dude is confused about this. Please watch Red vs. Blue. It is a great series. I think it's free on YouTube, no? I'm sure it still is. You can, well, at least season one is so worth it. Um, anyway, and that is my final pick for uh, my favorite ghosties. So hit us that list with that list one more time. All righty. So we got number five, Casper, the friendly ghost. Number four, Jack Goodman from American Werewolf in London. Not Paris. Um, <laughs> number three, No Face from Spirited Away. Number two, Sadako from Ringu. And Kayako, and Hisako, why not? Anyway, uh, number one, Church from Red versus Blue. 
I think this is a very fun episode. I think we did a good job picking ghosts that weren't just specifically scary. Sure. You know what I mean? We yes, really all seasons it. of Red vs. Blue are available on YouTube. Fuck yes! So there's no excuse now. And some of the movies and the special seasons. Jesus Christ. No, you don't understand. There are two, three sub-series? I don't remember. Extraction, Rebuild. Zero. There's a lot. There's a lot. But the first season is... First three seasons are really worth so, it. Anyway. Anyway. So, if you have any uh, thoughts of some ghosts we missed, or any spirits or hauntings we may have... Uh, uh, not mentioned here, overlooked. Not manifested. Yeah, overlooked at the Overlook Hotel. Ah. Uh, be sure to hit us up on, uh, we got our Fan Freaks Facebook, that's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. We also got our Twitter, uh, same name, F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, sorry, I tripped up there. And then if you want to hit us up individually, I am at TV on Twitter, and at Agent Doodliness. And I am at Dr, that's D-R, Rude, M-D. Really quick, before we get into our shoutouts, I do want to clear something up because someone was... Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What'd you say? Before we get into our shoutouts? Our what? I'm pretty sure you mean shriekouts. Oh, sorry. You're right. Before we get into our shriekouts... Right. Sorry. I do want to address something just because somebody was confused about something. Um... You guys will notice that our uh, our icon for this month is uh, our Michael Myers Freaky. We didn't even fucking mention it. I do, or uh, our new theme. Uh, or, yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, Michael Myers is simply who we've selected for this uh, for this season of Spook. It is. We will have a Michael Myers related special. We will have a Michael Myers related special, but he's just going to be featured for the entire month. Oh. Every year going forward, we'll have a new featured spook as our freaky icon. I was going to say it's his Halloween costume yes. for this year is Michael Freaky Myers. Lopez is cosplaying. Yes. That's correct. I mean, hey, why shouldn't he celebrate with us? Agreed. Uh, but yeah, so that that is it. I just because uh, uh, somebody was a little confused why Freaky was the icon. And I've uh, that. So I just want to clarify freaky that. Freaky or Michael? Whatever, man. That Michael was the icon. That Michael was the icon. Okay, it's for the season. Yeah, yeah I see what you season. mean. Yes, yes. The, yes, the freaky was Michael. For, yeah, you put the fuck. Anyway, we all know what you mean. Uh, first, I'd like to shout out to my uh, to our Hunt boys who listen in every uh, who listen in every week. Thank you guys so much for listening, Justin, Jeff, Scott. Thank you guys so much. It really means a lot. I appreciate their input so much and knowing that they're listening. Uh, and you know, just all, all the all the freaks in the group. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Oh, my turn? Yeah. I mean, I can. No, it's my turn now. I go first. What? Uh, you took too long. No. You, so, no, no, no. Happy I, birthday to Lindsay ADD misleading Zatanna Zatara. <laughs> you know our what? resident Worth freak. It. Worth it. Uh, Jesus Valentine, go fuck, fuck you. yourself. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Oh, boy. Uh, Nicholas Yurtik, thank you for listening. Also, Paul Fusek, thank you for listening. Paul's right now by episode 62. He's listening to every episode. No. Is he Since really? The first one. Yeah. Holy shit, he Paul. He fucking why? hates you, Bonking. <laughs> well, that was to be expected. I mean, then the show is working, if you ask me. Like, he's mad about a lot of choices that, that Bonking has. Well, man, I, I'm putting the show together. I'll try harder. Jesus. No, no, just your opinions. Oh. Just your opinions. Then I can't change those. Sorry. Um, But he is watching now your Let's Plays on YouTube. Wait, wh what? He hates your opinions, but he wants to support you. I... What? No, I think my question still stands. <laughs> also, our sister Thank podcast, you. Robots Don't Age Crew, Cody, CJ, Kalani. I think we should say it now that when mm. uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City comes out, we should all get together and have a big old review blockbuster oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I really want to hear their opinions, considering sure. we were very different on the Mortal Kombat movie that came out earlier this yes. year. Yeah. Uh, considering they liked it. We did not. 
We gotta we gotta have a crossover again, like a reaction review crossover. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Seems like fun. And that is it for my shriekouts. Oh yes. So here are my Shriekouts! We got Von Condersmite, uh, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Julian the Czar, Megan Peepo, Lindsay Misleading, uh, Izu- which by the way, happy birthday, Azumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, and we've got some new ones. Ooh! Yeah. Some new boners? Yes. Um, so, I want to give an extra special shout out to, well, first off, I, I didn't say it on the first list because I want to give again special to Beefy Sumo. Yes. Um, Beefy, again, I really appreciate all your support on the Discord. I can't say it enough. Seriously, thank you. And the new shout out, Shriek Out, is for Burnsy. Burnsy is a new person that showed up on my Twitch, um, basically showed up for the uh, Raccoon City September month. Uh, really chill dude. We started talking on my Discord, big fan of James Bond and stuff, so... Honestly, I see us doing another Bond episode in the future because he got me thinking about Bond and I was like, you know what? We could do something with GoldenEye. Who knows? But um, yeah, no. So thank you again, Burnsy, for checking us out. And this one's a little bit, um, I, I want, I'm want i tenuous because I, I want to shout this out and I'm hoping for a, a pleasant future with them. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Renegade Crimson from Infinite Ammo Syndicate. They shouted us out and basically sent me a, uh, a quick email saying like how much they like the show. And I really do appreciate that. So thank you That's so awesome. much for letting us know. And hopefully, you know, maybe we'll work on something in the future. Who knows? We're keeping I joined the Discord. I'm basically just keeping a little fishing line in to see what pops up. Um, but anyway, that's the end of my shriekouts. I think we're about uh, ready to wrap it up. I think we're good, Wait. right? Did we ever... What? Hold on. Let's try contacting that, that ghost again because they, they knew what to do. We don't really know what to do Who now. Who slammed that door? Do okay, you guys, know you guys are fucking with me. Okay, calm no. down. Wait, do any of you guys know someone who drives a black Impala? No. Wait, no. Really? Who guys, called? guys, we you're we they're, already dealt with the ghosts. They're listening to Leonard Skinner. What? Why is that going on? I hear chains. Uh, look, you're gonna tell me we summoned a ghost, and then a ghost is actually gonna show up? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>